1: Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. off episode 25 with Brandon Phoenix. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter. Tweeting on Twitter, you can find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook. You know? You on the Facebook? Did you go through Facebook today and see a killer cornbread casserole recipe? That did not come from the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page, but it's it does exist. Worth checking out. You can follow the show there. Hit the blue thumb. Follow me on Facebook. Interview. Less of me, more of somebody more interesting. And this time, another person marked off the dream podcast guest list, Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt. He joined me on this episode. He is half of the raspy Voice Kids Hell West Virginia podcast. The other raspy Voice Kid, Jeremy Phoenix, joined me on off-season episode 21. So listen to this first. Go back, if you haven't listened to off-season episode 21, and check out my conversation with Jeremy. But Brandon made my dream podcast list like Jeremy because of their podcast, how they represent this state. They're from Parkersburg. They... They started their podcast less than two years ago, and they have over 100,000 followers on Facebook. They have gotten uh, people from the Final Four team on the podcast, and they get great interviews. They talked to Pat McAfee a few weeks ago. They... They are getting it done, and they are an inspiration to what I'm doing, and Brandon has been super nice to me and has supported this podcast and said nice things, so it was a blast to be able to talk with Brandon, and so without further ado, here's that conversation with Brandon Phoenix. Brandon Phoenix. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. Okay, good. Good. Brandon Phoenix, welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball.
0: I'm in the building, man. Not directly, but virtually. (laughs) Here to talk about the West Virginia men's basketball team. Can't wait to do it, man. Can't wait to do it. Thank you so
1: much for your time this evening.
0: Hey, thanks for inviting me, man. Thanks for putting me on your list. Thanks for asking me, and thanks for being patient with my schedule. I appreciate it. I'm glad That's to awesome. be here. So
1: excited. So right to the questions, you do the podcast with your brother, Jeremy. What's your favorite part of doing the Hell West Virginia podcast?
0: Talking, man. I never shut <laughs> up. That's all I do is talk. Plus, at my other job, they don't let me drink on the job. So, you know, it's nice to be able to have a drink. Right, you know. sure. They, they get super weird. At a children's hospital, if you have a drink, I don't know what their problem That's is, weird. but for some reason they just, they frown <laughs> on it,
1: man. They frown on it. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: So yeah, it stifles me a right, little sure. bit. Sure.
1: Sure. And I, I love the podcast, uh, big fan and, and, really enjoy what you guys are doing uh, on social media. I enjoy what you do. Your <laughs> alias is, I also hate pit.
0: That's not an alias, man. That's my core That's personality. True. That's who I All am. Right, so
1: b- being that that's you, is there any sports scenario where you would root for the university of Pittsburgh?
0: That is a good question. I've been asked that. I've considered it several times. If My children's lives were at risk and it hinged on pit winning. I could find a way to root for them. Um, if it guaranteed West Virginia, a national championship of any sort. Um, if, Probably to guarantee West Virginia any kind of championship, so a Big 12 championship, regular season or postseason in basketball, regular season or championship game in football, um, or a national championship, of course, Final Four playoff berth, any of those kind of scenarios. But it would only have to like exceed any possible happiness that Pitt could actually gain from it. Right, right. Now that makes They'd sense. They'd have to be miserable. They'd have to be miserable that they helped us. <laughs> At the end of the game. It have to be so bad that they almost throw the game. Like, that's the only scenarios. Those are the only scenarios in which I – I, well, I knew – Because they're discouraged.
1: Sure. I know it takes a lot to, to come up with a scenario, but I think you've thought it out. I, I know that that's, uh, that's something that's important. So, um, now, Jeremy was on this podcast a few weeks ago, and he said that you would win in a one-on-one game of basketball. He conceded that. What competition
0: – Right now – but now and back in the
1: day eek, eek.
0: no not now i don't i don't know about now now i don't know i, I think jeremy could, back in the day yeah jeremy 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 was good but
1: back in the day yeah me for sure but so uh, what, now, what competition would jeremy be the favorite in now and at your athletic peaks no
0: i mean like now jeremy could beat me in any <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy didn't mean anything now. And even back then, Jeremy could play. Like Jeremy, I wasn't like, you know, it wouldn't let be like I would like destroy him, shut him out or anything. But uh, you know, I'm six two, he's five ten. That helps me, right? If I he's five eleven or whatever, that helps. It makes it harder for him, you know. Um, you know, in any sports scenario. But Jeremy was always I mean, like I was really competitive. And anybody will tell anybody who knew us like back in the day tell you I was really competitive. Jeremy even more competitive than me, if, if that's
1: possible. That's amazing.
0: So, I mean, he was – yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy's a good match in, in pretty much anything. But if he – I guarantee you he'll tell you beach volleyball. He got me Oh, wow. <laughs> you, have to have, you have to have him back on the show so you can ask him about that or ask him on <laughs> get, Twitter. I, well,
1: like when, when we talk beach volleyball, I think about Top Gun. And then it's, it's getting yeah. interesting from there. Like you and Jeremy versus Goose and Maverick, who wins that contest?
0: Well, it depends on how much baby oil is used. That's the first <laughs> question I have. Is how much baby oil is being used? And, massive uh, amounts. Just yeah, assume like, massive
1: amounts of baby oil. And are yeah. we
0: getting and are we getting pre or post Scientology Tom Cruise in the scenario? Like that's what I need no, to know. No, we're getting those we're are the
1: getting first... uh, mid eighties Maverick Tom Cruise.
0: Okay, so then Jeremy and I will destroy <laughs> those. I mean, Tom Cruise is a pipsqueak. He's like five foot one man. Like, there's no chance. He's putting anything I over the net. No, owner. that's Nothing. Goose's job.
1: That's fair. I mean, he's digging, he's digging out everything, and and Goose is the one that's that's bringing the slams. So I don't I don't know. I'm not saying I'm not saying who's going to win that. I just think it's interesting to hear who you think would win.
0: Yeah, yeah the Ratsby Boy's kids, son. voice <laughs> kids done all day. Yeah, I love every that day. You all
1: don't lack confidence. It's something I aspire. Well, <laughs> I
0: like
1: it. Uh, so. Next question. Seventh year. West Virginia, this is his seventh year in the Big 12 experience. Are you used to this? Are you used to being in the Big 12 conference p- playing in Ames, Iowa, and, and Lubbock, Texas? Are you used to this experience?
0: I'm used to it. I'm used to it. I am. Um, now, you, you know, I, I don't. Tra- I haven't gotten to travel the Big 12 like I would like to because I have small children, and they're just not getting to the age where I can travel the way right. I want to. Um you know, as far as going to games and things. So I haven't gotten the full experience yet to so really appreciate it. Uh, and since we started the show, like I was not a social media person. But once we started the show, like you see now, I'm on social media 24-7 pretty much. Um, and so I've gotten to know some of these other fan bases. Like I learned what e meant just last year, right? You know, I learned about the tortillas, that Texas Tech throws just last year. Um, so I'm just now really learning the conference. But it feels like home. And all these people who talk about us going other places, the travel sucks, but the money doesn't.
1: The money's the coming in. Yeah, the, I, the checks and, are
0: cashing. The checks are cashing, and you can see the the what the difference is making in Morgantown on, on campus with the facilities upgrades through all sports. You know, not just I mean from from wrestling to soccer to uh, gymnastics, basketball, football, of course. Um, so people talk about even adding teams. I don't. I like having ten teams. Everybody plays everybody. In all sports, you have a home and home in basketball. Love that, I love that. Right. Um. And yeah, I mean, and the, and the money's right, and I just like it. As long as you can convince the television stations or whatever other methods of consumption that will be used in the future to pay us the same kind of money that we're making now, and it stays competitive, then I'm all about keeping just ten teams. Um. And yeah, I mean, it, it feels right. There's a lot of the, there's a lot about the culture that it seems to match WVU. It's just the geography. Right. Else. No,
1: I agree on the culture. I feel like some of the fan bases, Iowa State's fan base, we're playing Texas Tech in football this week. I feel like there's a lot of similarities. But as far as rivalries, and I'm sure they're going to develop, but seven years in, uh, who's, who's West Virginia's rival in the conference?
0: I don't see one. I mean, in basketball, you'd say Kansas, but everybody's going to say Kansas because right. they're the top dog. Right. And in football, same thing. As Oklahoma. You'd say Oklahoma. But, again, you know, we don't beat Oklahoma. Like, at least in basketball, We beat Kansas, uh, but in football, we haven't even beaten Oklahoma since we joined the conference. I don't think we have a rival. There are people who look at, you know, TCU maybe because we've had close games with them. Um, We've had controversial calls with them. It's been frustrating situations. Or Texas Tech because of the relationships you have um, in football, like with family, uh, with Jake Spavadal and his brother being a coach at Texas Tech, Dana and the relationship he has with Kingsbury. Um, and, And then, you know, basketball, yeah, I just, I don't, we don't have it. There's nobody that I look at the schedule and think, man, we have to beat them or I'm not right. going to be happy. I just want to win, I just want to win championships right. in the big No, I'm with
1: you. No, there, there's pros. So, it's just, it, for me, it's still weird. It's just like, yeah, we're going, to, we're going to Manhattan, Kansas. It's like, I don't, not that you don't get excited for it because, like you said, the money's right and everything's important and the goal is to win championships, but it's just, it's, I'm not there yet.
0: Well, no, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever have the, the vitriol that I have
1: for Virginia right.
0: Tech, for Pitt, even, even Syracuse, at, you know, in basketball points at 2 3 zone that, that Bayhawk had run and the cheating that they did, you know, <laughs> like, got to throw that in there. Can't forget the cheating. Right. And uh, anyway, but, you know, I, 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 there was this, there was this, there was this, uh, you know, and of course I'm 35, so I grew up through the heyday of WVU sports, you know, from the Final Four. Um, you know, the runs with Huggies since we've, since he's been here, beelines before that, uh, and then, of course, what football has done. Um, so, you know, I, I, my, my golden years, you know, as far as being in my late teens, early 20s, uh, and WVU's golden years seem to coincide. And so Big East football, Big East basketball, Madison Square Garden for the tournament, you know, that those are my memories and those are my heart, my passion. Like when I think about what really moved me, and of course, you just the natural geographical, historical rivalries with Pitt, with Virginia Tech, right? Um, you right. know, th- those yeah. you can't you can't manufacture that in seven years. I don't care how much money's at stake. I don't care what is said on the internet in beefs with the advent of barstool or these uh, chat rooms, you know, or smack rooms. There's no way to manufacture that. You know,
1: it takes time with though. What real well, was not. In Big, and, enough, and you know, Biggie told us what time. beef
0: is. I mean, you know biggie told us what beef is and uh, and as far as i'm concerned 7 years later, we ain't, we don't have beef we don't have beef no, we'll
1: we'll get it we'll find the beef um so here's my basketball question B-Line leaves wvu we get the news that bob huggins is on board what was your initial reaction to that news
0: are you kidding me i mean i was ecstatic be fair, I wasn't sure if Huggy still had what he had in Cincinnati with the Kenyon Martin days and Nick Van Exel days, right? But he had been impressive with what he did recruiting class wise, getting Michael Beasley and Walker and Pat, you know those guys, on, uh, you know, out, out there to Manhattan, the Little Apple. So I was ecstatic, you know, to get to get Bobby Huggins back to have you know, have uh, I don't want to say prodigal son because it wasn't like that, but. Guy who was part of the fabric of your university to come back home, and him want to be there, and for him to be a marquee name, um,
1: that was a big deal. I was excited too. People were nervous about, you know, graduation rates and, and things like that. And it's like,
0: oh, yeah, stop who it. Who cares? Like, who cares? That's we're not going to get wins. we're not we're we're not Michigan. We don't we're not Michigan. We don't do that garbage. Okay, Michigan worries about GPAs and it's all bogus. It's all facade. If you're worried about GPAs, then compete in uh, Then compete in the classroom, compete in research. That's where you need to spend your time. Don't talk to me about GPAs and sports because nobody actually cares about right. that. And what they care about is wins. If you win and you have a good GPA, great. Now, I want kids to graduate. I don't want to exploit these young right? men and I don't want to exploit young women, but I'm not going to, I'm not, nobody is sitting in the stands because, because um, Beetle got a three point five right. last year, right? Like nobody's in the stands because Logan Rouse going to graduate with a four point. Like, no, that's not why anybody's okay. there. Nobody buys season tickets for that reason.
1: It's, it's so, well, been,
0: you know you it's a, that's that. a very
1: that, it, it's There a, was some of that, and that yeah, but you got to get down to and so you know not surprisingly to me, but you know Huggins Huggins was magna cum laude. He he was a grades guy, and he's come in and and they do fine on that. So you don't even have that argument now.
0: No, he's done an excellent job. I mean, there's nothing. Huck, Bob Huggins is beyond reproach. Not that he was perfect throughout his career, but his time in Morgantown is beyond he's a reproach. Man. Especially when you look at these, especially when you look at these scandals that have happened. It's so refreshing to be able to say, "Look, we have been successful. We are successful. We are a marquee program. We have a soon-to-be way-overdue Hall of Fame coach,
1: and he's clean as a whistle. And investigation after investigation proves it." That's right. All right, let's move. This, so, let's move to the speed round. I really appreciate your time. Here we go. Um, you're going on a one month trip. You can only bring and listen to one album. What would it be?
0: Lauryn Hill, Miss Education. of oh Lauryn Hill.
1: God, are you serious? Yeah, dead serious. I, I'm not. I'm not saying this is a suck up or what. I mean, it's that's mine. It's it's absolutely would be my number one that's amazing
0: it's hard to beat man you get hip-hop you get r&b you get a little bit of uh
1: everything you get
0: uh and it won all kinds of grammys and then of course she didn't make any albums after no that's that's
1: that's the lauren hill album and it it holds up 20 years later it i can't believe you said that
0: yeah no it's no it's fantastic like i just yeah and without question
1: i mean i I didn't have to think about it all right um Eat at a basketball game.
0: Basketball game. I'm going nachos. Uh, you know, actually, um, have you ever had? Have you ever had a, uh, 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 sandwich university? No, I know that that's a sponsor
1: of the Raspberry Voice Kids podcast.
0: They are sponsored, the all, but I'll tell you straight up, I am not kidding. Their sandwiches are re- Their sandwiches are ridiculous. I took my dad there, and of course, they don't sponsor him. And he could not believe how good they were. Uh. Anyway. So yeah, sandwich U is pretty great. They're at the they're at the uh Field. I'm not sure if they're in the Coliseum. Okay. But yeah, All that's right. Where
1: I go. Um, favorite WVU basketball player in your lifetime that, that was not on the Final Four team.
0: Favorite WVU basketball player in my lifetime that was not on the Final Four team. I'm going to say um oh um mike Gandy. mike Gandy.
1: yeah mike ganzi he was i mean his two years it was only two years but it was it was an amazing two years they were great two years i mean how can you forget that strip on jordan farmar against ucla oh, gosh, i forgot about that
0: yeah man to steal the game i mean mike ganzi with the oversized t-shirt i mean just yeah, yeah, he was an original. We just go harder, Mike Gandy, Joe Mazzula, or Javon Carter.
1: You know how the RBK feels about it. All those, are, all those are good answers. Okay. Final question. You're in an elevator. What's your demeanor in an elevator? Are you a small talk guy? Do you just go in, stare at the numbers, get out? What's your move when you go into an elevator?
0: Depends on who's in the elevator with me.
1: You're not alone. There's other people in the elevator. Who's
0: in the elevator with me?
1: You're, you're not alone. There's, there's. Uh, I can't tell you who's in the elevator, but there's more than one person in the elevator with you.
0: Because I'm saying, like, like I'm sorry, I'm outside. There's a truck. So if, I'm saying, like, if I, if I, if I get in the elevator and there's a ten, then we got to <laughs> make conversation. We got to make conversation, you know. But if there's a dude, you know, my age, I might give him a nod. But I'm just, you know, waiting till my stop. <laughs>
1: I think that's the that's the realest answer I've I've asked everybody on the show that question. That's the realest answer I've gotten. Is tell me who's on. Yeah, the I got it.
0: Got, she's a if she's a if she's a dime. We gotta talk, man. <laughs> I have to say, do you also hate Pit?
1: <laughs> I gotta fantastic. I gotta know. That's that's amazing, Brandon. That's it, man. I really appreciate your time. You made my list because I love what you and Jeremy do. You represent the state well. You guys are fun to listen to. Your, um, your voice and your enthusiasm is contagious, and I really appreciate you taking some time to, to join me on the podcast today.
0: Hey, man, just keep making those basketball videos. I love them so much every time they come across my Instagram. <laughs> keep making those. I love them, man. Uh, I'm so, I, love, uh... I love the music selection. I love I love everything about them, So just keep making. I
1: appreciate them. that. Uh, there's there's a theme. There's a lot of Kanye in those videos. But I, I'm humbled that you uh, that you enjoyed those. So th- I will continue. Hey man, I miss
0: that. I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> it's
1: hard to go wrong. It's hard to go wrong.
0: <laughs> Brandon,
1: thank you so much. All right, brother. And uh, listen to Raspy Boys Kids. Uh, or listen to their podcast. They're on YouTube. I also hate Pit. Brandon, thank you so much. Hey, I'm going to tell
0: you, uh, I need to say one last thing. Listen, if you are a WVU basketball fan, I think you're going to like next week's show. That's all Ooh, I can say.
1: Sneak preview. Is this the big, big news that y'all have been talking about? Or that's
0: just a, that's? Just no, a it's not. It's not. It's really not. It's not the big news. But this is big news, though, that's for us. That's big news to me. I will
1: be listening. Brandon, thank you so much.
0: Yes, sir. We'll talk to you. All
1: right, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Full transparency, I could not hear Brandon very well during that interview. And again, thank you, Brandon, for joining the podcast. You were great. I was having issues because I don't know how to use technology. There were some audio issues on my side. I couldn't hear Brandon clearly. And also, the last time I tried to have Brandon on a few months ago, I couldn't get to the part where we were talking on anchor, so we had to reschedule the interview until now. So with that in my mind of not wanting to waste Brandon's time again, we pushed through. I thought it turned out well, but I did have the I did have to edit the interview because a couple of times I tried to fake it and it did not go well. So I'm gonna play those for you. <laughs> Full transparency. So during his answer about Huggins, he asked me a question about a John Beeline tweet, and here's what happened.
0: Huge, since we were losing Beeline, who I loved. I I, I still love John Beeline, absolutely love. Right, respectful. Man, I don't know if you saw the the tweet he put out for Mike Gansey when he when he saw Gandy's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, did
1: you see it? It's I don't know I don't know Josh? man it, it, I mean I, but yes. I, I. Wow, the incompetence on my part is just outstanding. There, I can't hear anything Brandon's saying, and so my my way to push forward is to do what? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean. I played that for my wife, and she said, could you not play that again? Because that made me very uncomfortable. (laughs) I think it's hilarious. And it happened again. I asked asked Brandon later in the interview, I know he's a proud father. What was his favorite kid show, the show that his kids watch? This happened. Father of young kids, favorite show your kids are into.
0: I like, um I like Phineas and Ferb. They like Phineas and Ferb. It's a good show.
1: <laughs> Phineas and Ferb, good show. I was going to ask, are you anti Phineas and Ferb? That's unfair.
0: Okay, okay. I thought you might be anti Phineas, Phineas and Ferb. Went, I was like, I hear
1: you. Wow, that was, uh, <laughs> I guess my game plan was to just laugh until I could hear Brandon uh, unknowingly. That sounds like I'm just laughing through his confusion. Um, but I wanted to share that with you. I thought it was funny. A little rougher, a little rougher for me listening to that than the first clip. But that's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. iTunes, Google, Spotify, Radio Public Cast Box Overcast and more wherever you listen. Subscribe. Rate it five stars. Leave a review. Those are nice things to do. Until next time, and next time we've got two player profiles. The first Bob Huggins press conference in a long time. Move over Alderson brought us, There's a new Exhibition opponent for November 3. So all those things and more on the next episode of Unreasonable Doubt. And until then, I'm Josh Witt. WVU for the 2018-19 season is Zero and Zero.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.